Hey, welcome into Loho Daily. I'm Lawrence Holmes, aka Loho. I'm glad that you are listening today. I get to geek out a little bit on today's episode. I, I should have recorded this last weekend, but I was on like a little mini vacation, so I didn't get a chance to do it. And then there's a lot of news last week that I wanted to get to, some things that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the NBA. I wanted to talk about what was going on with the Chicago Fire. I wanted to talk about Wimbledon. And I didn't get a chance to give you my review of Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, I know if you go back into the archives of the podcast, which I highly suggest because there's really good stuff in there that you may have missed. I appreciate all the people that have jumped on and have started subscribing to the podcast. It's truly appreciated. We're trying to grow it. It's I, I know that it's different than what I've been doing with House of L and uh, a little bit different from what I do with the radio show. And people are sometimes people have a hard time finding it. And it's like, well, wait, are they all the same thing? And they're not. This is usually a place where I can do stuff that I wouldn't do on the radio show. And House of L is more of a podcast where I'm talking to someone else. It's usually not about me at all. This is all about me. (laughs) This one gets to be all about me. And sometimes I get to do some of my geek culture stuff here. So if you go back uh, two weeks ago, I had Tyra Martin on, who's a friend of mine. She's HF, uh, part of the HF Mafia, and she works at WGN, and she's incredible. She gets to review movies all the time, and she's interviewed everyone, like Morgan Freeman, like all of the Avengers people, and she's a geek like I am, so it's fun to like talk movies with her. But I finally got the chance to watch Spider-Man Far From Home, and I had some thoughts on it. The first things first, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about geek culture and for those of us of a certain age, and I consider myself of that certain age, I'm in my mid-40s. So watching the the Marvel Cinematic Universe turn into what it turned into over the last 10 years was amazing. Like it was really... I I know I, I even had thoughts on Endgame in here if you go back far enough. And one of the things that I was thinking about was, was Endgame a a, a goodbye to all of us? All of us that I would say are probably between the ages of 30 and 50, maybe even a little bit older. But was that like a goodbye? Like, okay, like you guys helped bring the culture forward. You you were all comic book fans growing up. You were watching the old cartoons. You remember the old Iron Man cartoon? It's Iron Man. It's Iron Man. Remember all that stuff where we watched the X-Men cartoon, come home from school, that was so good. I still think that the X-Men cartoon, more so than even, the X-Men cartoon from the 80s, more so than the the movies that have been made, since then did a better job of representing Wolverine's feelings for Gene than any of the movies did. Am I crazy? But I felt like I really got it. Like I understood it. And the movies, it just seemed he wasn't as emotionally attached to Gene as he was in the cartoon. If that makes any sense, any hoozle. So, so I kept wondering going into the Spider-Man Far From Home, and I had seen Homecoming, and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I think that Zendaya is an incredible actress. And by the way, if you are not watching Euphoria, 
and you have teenage kids, you need to be watching Euphoria on HBO. That show, she's she's going to win an award for it, and she will have earned her award. That show is so out of pocket. It's terrifying, but you can't look away from it because it's beautifully done and beautifully shot, and the performances are unreal, and they found all these people who don't have a background in acting, and they're doing incredible acting. So look, if you have HBO, just watch episode one. That's it. I'm not going to I'm not going to marry you to the series, but watch episode one. And if you don't come back for episodes two on, I will be surprised because it is it is a riveting show about drugs, sex, identity, rehab, like whatever you want. It is in there. So please, please watch you for it. Anyway, Euphoria, that's the name of the show. Back to Marvel. I felt like it was a real, it was a, like a long goodbye. Like we suffered through some of those horrible, horrible movies that came out. And I'm not even talking about like the Sony stuff, I'm, like the Fantastic Four movies and the, the Spider-Man movies are actually pretty good um, with Tobey Maguire. I'm talking about the S.H.I.E.L.D. movie with David Hasselhoff and Lisa Renna. David Hasselhoff as Nick Bleepin' Fury. You might think I'm lying. You're like, Lawrence, that didn't happen. That wasn't a thing. Yes, it was. Look it up on YouTube. It's David Hasselhoff running around with an eye patch being awful. And I actually like David Hasselhoff. I just hated that. I was like, come on, fam. There is no one else that you could get to play Nick Fury. Like a lot of this stuff had been played as camp. Like it, it was very campy. Because the people who were producing the superhero movies back then didn't love it. The folks who were doing the cartoons, they loved it. The folks who are still doing the cartoons love it. And I will tell you, if you're not watching the Teen Titans cartoons, you are missing out. Because it is hilarious. But I kept wondering if they were ready to kind of put us out to pasture a little bit. And say, all right, we gave you everything we had. We built up this cinematic universe, starting with the Iron Man movie and building it all the way up to Endgame. Which, quite honestly, I've watched Endgame twice now. And I, I probably will watch it at least another another time. That and, and in Infinity War. Like I, I should probably just do a back-to-back one day. Like carve out a time while I'm on vacation and just while out and watch them both. But I, but I just kind of feel like it's a, it's been a, hey man, we got it from here now. The young cats have got it from here now, and they're going to create their own superhero with Spider Man. Even though Tom Holland, I think, is twenty five, he looks like he's sixteen, and he acts like it very, very well. And so this is a character that we can watch grow up the same way that. We thought we could watch Peter Parker grow up in the comic books or even in the cartoons. So I think they got it covered. And so I walked into too far from home going, is this for me? And I don't think it is, but I still enjoyed it. There was still enough of the old MCU in there for me to enjoy. And I honestly thought that the way that they brought the story together with Mysterio 
was brilliant. The reason that I say that is a lot of times in comic book culture, there is a disregard for what happened as the heroes were saving the world. The collateral damage that is done when the heroes save the world. And this is where I will begrudgingly give DC credit. I didn't like the, the Superman Batman movie at all. The, the Dawn of Justice movie. I didn't like that at all. What I did like about it is the idea of there being consequences for buildings being knocked down and people being killed and all this damage that ends up happening and how does that stuff get repaired and and does there need to be oversight i think marvel does that better and they've done it better with the entire captain america storyline like they've done that whole thing better and i think that they they hit a home run with this one too where we do have to like what were the consequences and if you haven't seen it, wait, real quick. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, I've given you significant spoiler alerts now. Look, there had to have been consequences for the way that Tony Stark ran his business. There had to be people that with his personality, even though he evolved as a human being, he left some people behind or he took credit for ideas that weren't his or he he treated people like crap and that 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 plays with the tony stark character i thought this movie did an incredible job of giving us a glimpse of real life drama like real life of what must it have been like to work in stark industries when you have someone at the head of the company who is that brilliant, but also extremely arrogant, that feels like he knew everything, what would be the backlash when he's no longer around and those people feel a sense of freedom and creativity that they've never felt before? Or that feeling of resentment that they felt for Stark the entire time that he was going through his own hero's journey to become high Iron Man. I, I thought that that was a genius, like master stroke of, of writing by Marvel to give us that. To, to go, here are the real life consequences of everything that happened. Here are the consequences of the Thanos snap. How did this, how did the world just magically go back to being fixed? What happens when you have a bunch of people just pop back in and they're, they, they didn't finish high school? I thought that they did it with a lot of humor early on by doing it through the eyes of the students in this movie. And, and I think that they, I honestly think that there, there are series that could be done off of that. Like, I don't know how much S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be able to do with it. And it's it almost feels like S.H.I.E.L.D. is, at this point, disconnected from the MCU. But to me, there, there are valid stories in that. I also think that there could be some super cool fan fiction that could be done with that. Of what emerges because of it. They, they scratch the surface a little bit with the Netflix Marvel shows. 
when they would kind of talk about like what it was like in New York, like after the, the, the first attacks that, that, that happened, I would love to see them go further, but that's just for me. Like that's not for the public. I don't know if anyone else wants that, but I think there's probably a group of people that would love to know some of that information. Like that's how deep my level of geek goes that I'm interested in the infrastructure aspect of what, of what happened in the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Anyway, I thought Tom Holland and Zendaya were great. I absolutely, I didn't know how the Jake Gyllenhaal thing was going to work. And I was like, ah, he's an interesting choice. He's a real interesting choice to play Mysterio. He was great. He also looked very much like Matt Abaticola. If you're a score fan, like... I texted Maddie like right after. I was like, you were great in Spider-Man Far From Home. Because he couldn't have been more Batacola if he tried in that movie. Full beard with Maddie by Cracky. Um, I, I thought that they, they did some cool stuff with the mentorship of Tony Stark and Peter Parker. And... They played around with the whole happy and and Aunt May thing, which I thought was kind of cool. And we got to see an expansion of the MCU. And this is phase four of of what Marvel is doing. And they're going to they're going to change our perspective on the the stars. There's going to be more emphasis on Captain Marvel and Spider Man, as there should be. I was thoroughly entertained. I, I I don't know if this was one of my favorite movies that they've done and at this point they've done so many it's it's hard to choose but i i got my money's worth like i walked in with some high expectations cuz this is your your first movie after the end game event and i think that, that those expectations were met i thought the the acting was on point i thought it was really cool to watch i thought they did some some super cool stuff visually with the fight scenes and and if you go back and listen to the review that Tyra gave she said look you got to you got to understand these fight scenes are major and and it felt like a real Spider-Man like fight scene like that that's what i enjoyed and if you haven't seen it yet spoiler alert spoiler alert I also like the rebranding of J. Jonah Jameson as a talking head on a cable news network. I think that is the exact place that you would go with that, where you have a guy that was probably, like if we play it out, a successful muckraking editor of a newspaper where does a person a loud like visible editor of a newspaper where does that person go in 2019 he's probably not running a newspaper he's probably been scooped up by a cable network to give his opinions on things i think that that is um that's that's really talented storytelling and updating of things that we all know like the Daily Bugle, like we get it. The J. Jonah Jameson's bigger than life personality. And what would you do with that personality in 2019? He wouldn't be behind a copy desk. He would be in front of a television camera giving his opinion, giving hot takes, both socially and politically. 
He would figure out that that was the place where he could make money, and he's doing that. Make sure you stay. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure you stay for the, all the way through the credits. You're going to be tempted to leave. Don't leave. Stay all the way through the credits. And I, I think it's a great thing. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the next phase of this. I'm looking forward to the next movies that come out. But I'm, I'm still kind of exploring like my feelings on whether or not this is for us. Like I said at the beginning, those of us who are in between the ages of 30 and 50, is this for us? Or have they moved on? And is it, does it belong more to the next generation? While I'm at it, can I um, give a shout-out and a recommendation? Two things, two comics that I'm, I'm into right now. I took a sabbatical. Like, I took some time off. Like, I was just reading too much. It got to be too much with all of the... I love Green Lantern, but it got to be too much. I was reading Green Lantern and Green Lanterns and, and Red Lanterns and all this stuff. And I was like, uh, enough. I'm waiting for the new the, the new X-Men that are coming out, the the House of X, or, and I believe it's actually House of Ten, but whatever. Um, I'm looking forward to that, and that comes out, I think, next week. I read uh, Jupiter's Legacy, which is, is Mark Miller. It's so good, and I, I got the trades. I ordered the trades, and I really loved it. I went through them in two days. It was really good. The other thing, and I'm sad that I missed her. She was at my comic book shop, which is probably her comic book shop now that I think about it. Uh, Eve Ewing is writing Ironheart. And if you're interested in Iron Man, then you will be interested in Riri Williams, who um, is a genius-level teenager from Chicago who creates her own Iron Man suit. So Eve Ewing has been writing that comic and she was doing a signing at grant uh, not graham cracker at first eight comics on 55th street and i didn't go see her i was busy doing other stuff and i should have gone to see her but it's good like get episode one the issue one i think that you will like it it's a very in different telling of a story and i'm glad that there are some different voices that are being invited into the party to do some of this cool stuff so jupiter's legacy by mark miller trust me that they're turning they're turning that book into a netflix series so if you want to be ahead of the game you should get it it's gonna i i can't wait because it's gonna be a dope series if it's anything close to what the book is there's a lot of drama there's a lot of cool stuff that happened in it like think like early x-men like there's some of that, but there's also some Game of Thrones kind of thrown in with some family dynamics, Jupiter's Legacy, and Iron Heart. Those two things, and I'm waiting on. I can't tell you about House of X slash House of Ten because I haven't read it yet, but I can tell you that it it's drawn me out of my sabbatical my comic book hiatus like i'm actually excited for a comic book event and that one is the event that i'm excited for okay Whew. that was a lot of geek in 20 minutes but i hope that you enjoyed it i hope that that you enjoyed um our time together maybe i'll i'll maybe i'll designate one day a week where i can just geek out and we can talk about certain stuff like maybe it's his own whole podcast like maybe on fridays or whatever i can do that even though this isn't friday but you know what i mean 
maybe I'll figure out a way to, to incorporate this more because it's the stuff that I really, really like to do. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate it. I will talk to you soon.